Let's also remember the fact that Lindsay literally put a gift in front of you. Right. She then told you, open my gift. <laughs> you then opened said gift, saw the gift, and thanked Christopher for it for whatever reason. Oh, my God. It's so true. And the way you just described it, I literally just saw it all over again. Like, I, lit- I pulled the bottle out of the, out of the bag. I looked at Chris, and I went, you know, wow, this is really heartfelt. This is really, really sweet. Only to have Lindsay over my shoulder going, hey, moron, that's from me, not from him. Right, and, then, and, and again, you. she literally said to you but why, before you opened it, like uh, two seconds, why don't you open my gift? Yeah, that, that apparently did happen, although I just want to be clear for the record, Your Honor, I have no recollection of that moment. I mean, we have it on tape if you oh, want. Oh, sure. We, we, I know, no, we could just, probably go find it, and, and you know, it was like two seconds. Right, it's not that it I doesn't mean, exist, George. It's just that I may have zoned down for those few seconds. You yeah, know what I mean? I, I mean, Lindsay, you... you you recall that, right? Like, that's a fairly accurate portrayal of how that went down. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, that, that was, it was very, like, we had a whole conversation about it, and then he was just like, hey, thanks, Chris. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, what? And then I, I don't know if it was Lindsay or Laura who said, you can't write this stuff. You just, it just happens. Like, it just, I don't know, man. I zoned out for some reason. I don't know what it was. Could have been the lighting in the studio. Uh, could have been the, uh, the the champagne and nuts <laughs> trophy that I was obsessing over. It could have been the fact that I was feeling really, uh, I don't know, festive in my green pants. You know, when I got home, I was wearing those green pants and that Sunday Swagger Christmas shirt. You know what my, mm-hmm. my daughter said to me, George? Mm-hmm. She said, you look like Christmas just threw up all over you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you know, Cap, you got you got a lot of crap on uh, Twitter for those pants because you know people the thought, picture that I posted. Yeah. yeah, people thought you were wearing Celt- like green Celtics pants or something. Really? Yeah. Is that what people immediately jumped to? Celtics pants? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Of they course. didn't think they didn't think Christmas. No, because you were wearing the the Wilding T-shirt, so you couldn't see your Christmas shirt. Oh right, right, right. Wow, people jump to conclusions quickly, don't they? They do. Did you yeah. see one guy posted on Twitter? No. And he, and he <laughs> probably not. No. He posted and he, and he sent a message directly to Amanda and said, hey, Amanda, this is, this is the new thing everybody likes to do now, especially behind their phone and their keyboard. Hey, do better. Do better. You already sold out the Mandy's and I can't get my tickets. How about a bigger venue? Hey, did we know we were going to sell out 1,000 tickets in like 24 hours? Next year, we'll have it in SoFi Stadium. Everybody can come. Yeah, Until I don't think then, we'll have it at SoFi Stadium. Oh, you don't think yeah. it's a good... I mean, stadium? I don't think we'll be able to fit, you know, whatever it is that fit in there. That's for sure. 71,500? Maybe we could have it at, like, the Novo or something, you know? Yeah, or what's that, uh, the mic? you know, the the Microsoft or whatever. What is that? Is that what is that what it's still called right there next to the office? I think, I think it's one. I, when I went there, it was called the Novo. I don't know what it's called now. How about My at um, SoFi? They've got the YouTube. Why don't we do it at the YouTube theater? Okay. Well, I we mean, can do it somewhere else next year, yes. Yeah. Just thinking next year we're probably going to need a venue of like somewhere between. Do better. Five, I like yeah. that. Do better. But well, what were we that? supposed to do? Get like get like SoFi Stadium, and then like if you know a thousand people show up, it looks like there's nobody there. Right. Looks like they're playing a high school football game in the stadium. Do right. better. I I really hate that phrase. Do better. You know, it's it always. But comes why? From why do you why do you hate this? I'd love to know, know the genesis of this. I, I feel like everybody who says that. It like just it's just a snide little nasty shot that you say to people when you're when you're on your keyboard and you're using social media. Do better. Get a bigger venue. Be better at your job. Shut up. I just want to get that off my chest. Oh, I feel so much better. Ugh. Why didn't you use that for Scotteria yesterday? It was much better than whatever the hell you chose. I yeah. wanted to talk about Urban Meyer and I yeah. knew that you weren't going to have any part of it, so I saved my Urban Meyer rant for Scotteria. Yeah. For those that don't know what Scotteria is, is a weekly segment on the show where we love to say that Cap is so long-winded and likes to yap and, you know, has verbal diarrhea. So we just uh, did a play on words called it uh, Scotteria. And it, it went on, you know, it's, I believe, was that the third version of Scotteria? I think it may have been. That's right. It was yeah. probably mm-hmm. the weakest mm-hmm. version, but I really want to talk about that Urban yeah. Meyer thing. Yeah. I was, yeah. uh, was kind of zoned out. And then, you you know, you almost bet me that, uh, you know, because I, I, we were talking about his future. Future. And I said, oh, Fox Sports is going to hire him in like three seconds. And you were like, really? You don't think so? And I said, oh, I know so. And, you know, I, I almost coaxed you into another bottle of Camus. I know. I know. But that bottle of Camus that you're holding on to, yeah. 
You know, that costs real money. And so I don't like no, losing no. bets. No, you think it costs Monopoly money? No. Hey, you're the one. Listen, you are the guy who goes out there chess first. Mm-hmm. You never think before you speak. So, be, And it's part of the charm, to be honest with you. But because of that, you will find yourself in some compromising positions. Like when you said, oh, I can do 50 push-ups in my sleep. And then you basically <laughs> collapsed and almost had a heart attack after 43. Um, I mean, literally, you were about to collapse at like 35. And yeah. then like you pushed your way through, powered through. A, another eight until yeah. you co- collapsed and couldn't breathe. Like you right. couldn't finish the segment. Yeah, um, right. And then uh, what, what else have you done recently that, uh, that you stuck your head out like that? Uh, I don't know. I, I guess out. it probably the, the next part of it was, you know, the Lakers are going to win seven of their next Right. Nine. It was that. Well, that was the reason you lost. Yeah, the I mean, when right. they were not really playing very well at all. Yeah. Yeah. And I just decided to, to try and ride on the LeBron well, but, train. But you went to, again, you went too high. It's like yeah. I told you the thing with the push-ups that day. I said, why don't you just use the number 40? Like, yep. that's a lot easier. Good advice. And, and you were like, no, 50. <laughs> and then you're like the, what was the, what movie am I thinking of? Where they say, oh, Doyle rules. It's like one of those Adam Sandler movies. Billy, It's Billy Madison, isn't it's it? It's Billy Madison. You're that. You're like, oh, Doyle rules. Oh, 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 oh Doyle rules. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, Doyle rules. Yeah. <laughs> they're driving off a cliff and they're still screaming O'Doyle rules. Right, that's, that's you. O'Doyle. That you're O'Doyle rules. That's what you are. You're like Leroy Jenkins in the uh, in those YouTube videos, those video game YouTube videos from like ten or fifteen years ago. Like that, that's who you are. And you know, you, you, it, we love it. You know, because it makes for great content. I don't think there's any question about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, sometimes you're going to put yourself in a spot where you probably don't want to be, and that means you probably had to spend like seventy five bucks on a bottle of wine. Keep going, but that's neither here nor there. My next big thing, though, is this, George, is that I'm going to do a half marathon, which is really not all Wait, that Wait, I think you just said you were going to do a full marathon not that no, no, long no. ago. No, 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 full, half, half. Don't, I'm not even getting coaxed into a full. It's, it's, I just need a half okay. because I need a goal, and a goal provides me with something, okay, it's in March, i got to train a certain amount, i got to watch what I eat, i got to stop drinking as much, et cetera, et cetera. I've, I've roped DeMarco far into this half marathon. Mm-hmm. I've roped Carlo from our promotions department into this. But Carlo looks like he's in great shape. Oh, Carlo can do this with his eyes closed. I mean, yeah, Carlo, yeah, yeah. Carlo can yeah. get to the finish line, come back and pick me and DeMarco up and still have half a marathon to go. So I got that. I got him into it. I got another guy who's a, one of our longtime listeners, Joe Cha, who wants a piece of this pie. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so that's like my next big mouth is going to get me into trouble kind of thing is a half marathon coming up in 2022. Okay. Well, I mean. You said March, right? I mean, I'm looking at March. I got to find the right half marathon to do. Okay. Unless I just go decide to run 13 point whatever miles, 13.1 miles on my own. But I actually want to be part of a race. I actually think. No, yeah, that to me feels like it's got to be way more motivating, right? Yes. There are other people around, you know? Yeah. Nice, nice morning. I mean, again, why don't you try like something small first? Like maybe by the, make like a goal that like the last week of January, you want to do just like a 5K. No, no, no. I do. And then, and then on. look, and then like midway through February, like the All Star break in the NBA, you do like a 10K. Nah, do a 10K tomorrow. No problem. <sighs> no, you're not. I yeah. mean, can, can we find a 10K for you to run tomorrow? You look it up. You let me know. Okay. I will. <laughs> you said you could do it tomorrow. This is, see, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> like, you do this thing right. where, where you, you, I mean, Laura, I mean, Lindsay, I don't know if Laura's there yet, but Li- Lindsay, are you. Do you believe he could do a 10K tomorrow? No. I don't think he could do a 10K in the next two weeks. Oh, stop it. Come on. Come on. I mean, if you do a 5K, I'll do one with you. Yeah. But Brionis, that, do you I think he like... can do a 10K tomorrow? Yeah. A 10K? I can, yes. Of no, not Come you. On. Kaplan. Oh, oh, ca- oh, hell no. <laughs> what do you mean, hell no? Foo? Well, I saw you yesterday, Foo. I don't think you look fit enough for a 10K tomorrow. <laughs> no. Now, listen. Okay, so tomorrow's December 18th, right? <laughs> right? There's a bunch of them, actually. Are there? Where are they? Oh, man. So there's uh, the Dirty December Poker Run in Lakeside mm-hmm. is a uh, 10K. Um, the clean there, poker run, not the dirty one. Yeah. yeah, there's a Christmas Rush 5K and 10K family run in Winchester. Okay, all right. Um, there is uh, Christmas Rush 5K, 10K, and family fun runs also in Winchester. Okay. Um, now, George, I just question for you. The family run, go back one, right? The family yeah. run? Yeah. Now, that's a good one right there. And since we are a family, we are family. Uh-uh. Would you like to do it with me? No, absolutely not. I also have a game tomorrow. And so, and I also so you, don't You're say, playing in a game tomorrow? No, I'm calling the L.A. Bowl tomorrow, which will be on oh. this radio station oh. between Oregon State and Utah State. Oh, I'll be tuning into that. 
You could tune into it while you're running your 10K. Well, That's it won't right. be. It'll probably be in the morning. It won't well, be. Well, but afternoon. maybe I'll just go out for a run in the afternoon. and I'll just turn you on. There you go. You could do that. Wow, the L.A. Bowl tomorrow. The Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl. You're calling Correct. tomorrow. Yes. What happened to getting Jimmy Kimmel on? I thought you were going to pull that off. You know what? I I did. I talked to his people, and they were like, you know what? Jimmy's really busy. And I'm like, okay. Well, listen, I'm not about to sit here and try and sell you on it. I mean, if he doesn't want to spend five minutes with us, no big deal. I hear he's a great guy. That doesn't change my opinion of him. I get he's a busy dude. Turns out. What they told me was is that he shoots his show while we're on the radio. Yeah. So I didn't realize that you that they shoot this late night show that comes on at whatever time. Yeah, they shoot it at this time of day. Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of the big thing. They were like, "Look, we're trying. Would you tape it? Would you go earlier?" We like, "Yeah, we would." And they're like, "Cause he's shooting his show while you guys are on the radio." Right. 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 So do you want to go to Winchester tomorrow, nine o'clock in the morning? That's in Riverside County. You know. What anything, do you think? Anything anything in, like, Orange County? Is there anything in, like, the Mission Viejo area? You know, I schlep all over the place, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, if you could find something in my my zone would be nice. There's the reindeer run in Santa Monica. Okay, what's going on with that? Oh, you got to do that because then you got to, like, dress up in all your crazy Christmas stuff. Right. Yeah, there's gotta... a 5K, 10K, and 15K, and half marathon. So oh, 5, really? 10, 5, 10, 15, or half marathon. You could do mm-hmm. any of them. And it's December 19th, um, uh, which is Sunday. Okay, Sunday. What time? You said 9 a.m.? I mean, no, this one, I don't know. I'd have to look up. Hold All right. All right, Santa Monica, and it's the reindeer run. You put, like, little anthro- antlers 7.30 start time for all distances. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You're not or, making that. A little early for fool. me. Yeah. So if somebody could put together a half marathon, starts around 10, 10.30, be nice. I mean, Jesus, sit done, have for lunch, the love of God. You can't get to Riverside at 9 o'clock in the morning? Eh, it'd be a little hard for me. So tomorrow morning, I'm going to catch up on some sleep is my plan. You know, I'm trying to find a place where I can see Spider-Man tonight, you know. Haven't been to a movie theater in like five years, but I'm looking for tickets to Spider-Man. Good Spider-Man. luck. Yeah. Good luck with that. It's sold out everywhere. I know it is. Yeah. And then theaters I found, it's like one seat here, one seat there, one seat. I'm like, nah, I need everybody to sit together. Yeah. I don't want to be that guy like, you know, you go on a plane with your family. You're like, excuse me, I've got a bunch of kids. Can we possibly switch seats? Because I asked the flight attendants and they won't do it for me. So I have to come over and communicate with you directly. People but- don't, yeah. People don't do that in movie theaters, though. No, I know. Well, that's I don't want to be like that. I mean, you don't want to walk into a theater and go, excuse me, I know you already pre-purchased the seat because you probably really wanted this one, but uh, I got me and my girlfriend over here and her kids, my kids. Yo, can I get like six of you people to move? I'm not going to do that. It's not nice. So here's one on Christmas Eve, if you want to do it, in San Diego. Oh, really? Tell me. Yeah, it's uh, the Ho 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 Christmas Virtual Run. It says you run a 5K, 10K, half marathon or marathon or any other run distance anywhere, any place on your own time and route. If you're looking for a 5K near me, look no further. We'll send you a complete training plan for a 5K with optional Warrior Fit game. So basically, it's like virtual. Like you gotta, you gotta do it like on your phone. Like that yeah. way, people know you're doing it. Nah, I don't want to do that. I want to be around real people. I mean, that one is as easy as it gets. You don't have to go anywhere. You can do it around your house, for God's sake. Yep, I may do that tomorrow. Maybe I'll do it. I'll, I'll, I'll send you guys my, my data when I'm done. There's a Christmas one on Lo- in Long Beach. You know, Christmas doesn't bother me. As the Hebrew brother, I'll run on Christmas Day. What do we got? Long Beach. Yeah. Christmas Day, huh? I mean, now you're do pushing it. things back a week. But, I mean, you literally said tomorrow, and I gave you two options for tomorrow, and you wouldn't do it. No, it's not that I wouldn't do it. It's just that I don't want to do it. Okay. I would. I just don't want to. See the difference? Okay. There's a little but you said, there. But you said you'd do it. No, no. I said I could do it, and I may do it. But it, if I do, it'll likely be on Brionis, my own time. can we pull back that tape to hear what he said exactly originally? Says, I'll do it. To- I'll do one tomorrow. All right, let me work on it. everything. All right, I will do one tomorrow. <laughs> no, you're not. No, I mean, I will. Like, I can. If I want to, I would. But, you know, I got other things going on already. I got plans, you know? Yeah. What are you doing with Rachel? <laughs> I got things going on tomorrow. Tomorrow, I've actually dedicated. I don't know if anybody ever does this or not, but I've actually dedicated. Like, it's on my calendar. Get your blank together. That's what's on my calendar tomorrow. Get well, that would be a good way to do it. Together. 10K run. Yeah. You know? <laughs> 10K wasn't what on it, that. What, is that, what does that exactly like you know entail, what, getting Lindsay, your blank I'm glad together you asked. on the calendar? It, it actually, there's, I have a stack I'm that's not. probably about 12 inches high of unopened mail. Okay? I got to go through this mail. So that's like the first thing. Second thing is I got to clean my office. Like, I got a whole thing tomorrow. Like Tomorrow's my day. I actually put it in my calendar. Okay. Tomorrow, spend right. some time on you. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, you talked a lot of crap about doing a 10K. I know? might do one tomorrow. It might happen. Yeah, it's not don't count happen. me out, George Sedano. Yeah, definitely not happening. Uh, you know what is happening is that people around the uh, sports world are freaking out about that Chargers game yesterday. Uh, let's dive into that. Plus, the Lakers are taking on an opponent they should beat, but 
I'll tell you why in a little bit that they need to be careful in this game. We'll explain all those things coming up in a moment. Ah, yeah. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Keep going. Nice. Año y felicidad. I mean, it'll get there eventually. But I think I impressed you guys yesterday with my prospero año y felicidad. I think I did. You did. For me, at least. Sure. Sure. I, I didn't yeah. see that coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't sure I really knew the words. I was like, just keep singing like you know the words, and then they just popped out correctly. Yeah. Correcto mundo. Sí. Um, so, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to everybody, uh, regardless of what you celebrate, or maybe you don't celebrate, but just whatever. Enjoy the time. Like, hang out. Um, take the free time off if you have it. Right on. Um, and hang out with your family if you can't. So, Looks and like friends. there's going to be free time next week, by the way. Just, you know, thinking about Tuesday. I can't believe all these games that are being moved, you know? Not that I'm surprised, but, I mean, there's going to be free time on Tuesday when the Rams are playing because we would normally be on the air. The Rams will be on the air. I mean, I'm going to be on vacation after, like, at 5.30, so I'm, I'm, you know, I would have had the free time anyway, to be honest. It's just, I'm just getting a vacation day back is what I'm getting, which is nice. You keep track of that? You keep track of that stuff, or do you not? Like, I mean, you're kind of supposed to. Like, that's kind of the deal. You're supposed to keep track of your own vacation time. Yeah, I don't do that either. Yeah. I'm not surprised to be no, honest. No, it's with just you. it's 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 one of those things that for me is a complication in life, and so I'm just like whatever. What a complication. Yeah. Like I I give I generally give them my vacation time way ahead of time. Like I have a pretty good idea when I want to take time off. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Tuesday of next week, on a day when you would be on vacation and I would be on the air, we won't be on the air because the Rams are actually going to play on Tuesday. I, I, what do you think? I mean, you said. You thought that the league would actually at some point maybe have to push the pause button. I'm not talking NBA. I'm talking NFL. But I'm of the opinion that the NFL doesn't really care anything about their players anyway. So they're like, we will play. The show must go on. And three games being kind of rotated, if you will. Yeah, I mean, it's going to come back to bite people eventually. So, I mean, they, they can do it this way, but, you know, you're just hurting the product. Eventually, you know, you're going to have a situation where you're not going to have, like, you, you're going to have, like, guys, like, you're literally going to have guys off the street playing quarterback in some of these games. So. Well, that's sort of the big problem, right, is that is that you're seeing on, like, scrolls on television. Like, if you're watching ESPN and you see the bottom line, you're they're signing guys. Like, the Cleveland Browns are signing guys, and it's like, because they don't have dudes. So we got to find this guy. And, you know, guy played quarterback at Azusa Pacific five years ago, and they just need somebody to stand back there and take the beat down, and so they, they sign the guy. And that may be a little bit of an exaggeration, but not too far off, really, because you're going to lose 25 guys on an NFL football team with a 53-man roster and a few guys on the practice squad. Where are you going to get bodies, George? Yeah, no, it's uh, exactly. I mean, <laughs> you're just going to have guys who have been uh, waiting, who were cut off practice squads in preseason or whatnot or whatever. You know, like those are the guys you're going to be counting on and hope that they're in good enough shape to play. Uh, but in the interim, uh, the big story yesterday was the Chiefs and Chargers. Right. And now it's funny because everyone is freaking out. And I don't know how you think about this. So, I, you know, this is legitimately you and I having this conversation for the first time ever. But uh, well, not ever, but at least today. Um, I, I tweeted this out yesterday, right? Like, because every, I, I was watching the Fox broadcast and, you know, they're freaking out about the, you know, going for it on fourth down stuff with the chargers. And, you know, then I watched Terry Bradshaw who look, I, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to him or how we long for that matter, but they're like sitting there going like, Oh, psh, analytics. I can't even spell it. I sure as hell wouldn't follow it or whatever Terry Bradshaw said. <laughs> and, you know, and I'm like, you know, I, I always think it's pretty hilarious, and I, I tweeted this out. I said, no one talks about analytics when they win games, it, but it's always a referendum when the same process that's won a particular team these games previously doesn't have desirable results in a given moment. Right. And it's like, if you've watched the Chargers all year, the reason they beat the Chiefs the first time was because they were going for it on fourth down. The uh, reason they beat... Uh, 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 yes, bro. Wait, I'm so, wait, go, go back and watch that. Come I almost on. cursed. That freaking game. Come on. There was there was a fumble. The Chiefs fumbled inside their own territory, like, like deep inside their own territory. So the Chargers got a turnover, turned it into points, and then Mahomes threw a really bad interception. Again, deep inside of his own zone. So two turnovers. Are you inside. referring to yesterday's game or the no, first I'm game? I'm talking about the first game. Okay, and you had a same situation happen in this game. He turned it over almost like at the three-yard line. That is true. That was a spectacular play by that Charger linebacker 
who jumped up TJ Watt Batted style. it in the air. Yeah. yeah. But my, my point is this. They went three for three when they beat the Chiefs when they went the you know played in the first game. Mm-hmm. And by the way, Lindsey's Browns lost to them because they were going for on fourth down. So if you've watched them, and you're a hater, and admittedly That's right. uh, uh, admitted, on them. Admitted so, hater. like, I'm not saying that to be, like, trite. Like, I'm being honest because no, you hater. said it. You know, it, you know, Lindsey, I didn't mean to bring up the old wounds there. But it, Brandon Stanley nailed it. Hey, this is how we're going to play. Mm-hmm. And this is how we do it. And this is how you have to beat the Chiefs. And he's right. If you're going to beat the Chiefs, 99 out of 100 times, you're going to have to score touchdowns, not kick field goals. Okay, that's fair. Your, your point is fair, and it's well made. However, let me say this. I don't have any problem with Brandon Staley going for it on fourth down, but there's a time to say philosophically, not even talking analytics for a second, because the philosophy is we're a four-down offense, not a three-down offense. I can appreciate that. That's outside-the-box thinking. That's not old-school conventional wisdom. That's not Terry Bradshaw, Howie Long, old-school kind of guys. That's just philosophy. The philosophy is it's a four-down offense, not a three-down offense. I can buy that. I can work with that. George, when you're up 14-10 and there's two seconds to go and you've got the ball on the two-yard line, you have to make a decision. What does your gut tell you? Look at the down and distance. Look at the clock. Look at the scoreboard. We're up by four. We can go up by seven and go to the locker room. He didn't do that. That is one of the important plays in the game where if he decides to take the chip shot field goal, perhaps the result is different. Now, you want to argue about other fourth downs? I don't really have a huge problem with them going for because I'm with you. You know, you're not going to beat the Chiefs in all likelihood kicking field goals. It takes touchdowns to beat a team that's as explosive offensively as Kansas City is. But there is a time to just breathe a little bit and say, we came in with the philosophy of we're going for it on fourth down, but in this instance, with two seconds to go before halftime with a four-point lead, let's kick and take a seven-point lead. Uh, Do you you disagree with that? I do, because I, I think you have to stay true to whatever your process is. And your process has gotten you to the point where you have eight wins this season, okay? And the two, look, two of those plays, that play you're talking about, if Herbert pump fakes there, to me, this is about execution. This isn't about the coach and a referendum on the coach and his style of play, okay? This is about if Justin Herbert looks right, he sees the guy coming, and he sees him. He's in his line of sight, okay? If Justin Herbert, who had a wide open, okay, wide open Keenan Allen, just pump fakes, he's got a touchdown. And then, of course, the other play was the tight end. Uh, I mean, I mean that could not have been a better – I mean, it hit him. He, gra- he had both hands on it. So we'd love to talk about the coaches in this situation because it's way easier to blame the coach than it is to talk about the players not executing properly. I actually thought Justin Herbert brought up an interesting point after the game, which was, you know, if we were better on second and third down, we wouldn't have put ourselves in this situation. That's fair too. But that, is- that boils down to execution, which I mean, is what I'm talking about. But I'll tell you another thing that's fair. You know, the Chargers, this is quite interesting – They rushed for 192 yards in this game. 39 carries. Granted, Herbert had five of them. They were scrambles. But 39 carries, 192 yards on the ground. The Charger offensive line was dominant during this game. And the the Chiefs defensive line was missing their best defensive linemen. So one thing that you could, I think, argue is that play calling and play selection particularly down along the goal line is questionable because if you're running the ball that effectively your offensive line is controlling the line of scrimmage why are you feeling well, this they, i mean they, they the did run the ball and josh joshua kelly fumbled it like that you know what i'm saying point. like that's a fair yeah, one i mean they did, they did try that all right we could continue this on the other side i'd love to hear from the audience i know i'm in the minority on this at 877710 espn also lakers minnesota um, there's, there's players that are going to be available for this, and I'm also going to tell you why the Lakers need to beware in this one, okay? We'll do that on the other side. Christmas. It could be a white Christmas if you go to the mountains. Yeah, I, I see mean, the, uh, the snow on the mountaintops uh, right. today. I saw yeah, them, Yeah, you can see them. You, can, you yeah. can see out in San Bernardino, up in Big Bear. You can see the snow on the mountains. Yeah. I so. am uh, planning on going to Mammoth here over the Christmas break, mm-hmm. and the snow has been coming down there as well. So. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's have some fun. Oh, speaking of fun, you were mentioning you wanted to do a half marathon. Right. Now, you said March, mm-hmm. 
But uh, we have a, uh, a a listener to the uh, to the show. Joe Cohen has just sent a link to the Surf City Half Marathon in Huntington Beach, and that's February sixth, twenty twenty two. So that's the actual bye week between the uh, football championship games and the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah, you think what, you could pull that off? Week, what day of the week is that? Is that a Saturday or Sunday? Uh, February sixth. Give me a second. I'd have because I'm wondering, it. isn't the Mandy Awards like right in that that time? It, it is around that time. Hold on. February 6th is the Sunday. Is that the same day as the Mandy's? I think so. No, you just got out of that. I mean, you could do the marathon. You'd be in great shape for the Mandy's. That's true. I would be tired, though, and I want to be fresh, you know. Okay. That is I mean, when they are. I want to be fresh the for the Mandy's. Mm, okay. So we'll pass on that one, I guess. I um, mean, it's got to be after the Super Bowl. I need to wait until, like, the Marchish area. That's what I need to do. I need to wait until March. I need a few months. First thing I got to do is I got to get through the holidays. Once I get through the holidays and I can get my head put back on together, you know, like, okay, time to focus. You have a See, goal. It's on the calendar. Now you got to do the work to get to that date. So that's, that's you, what I need. That's what but I you need. just said the other day, you told DeMarco that you wanted to do one sooner because you said that it's going to help you not turn into like a complete slob over the holidays. No, I wanted to have it on the calendar sooner, Linz. That's what I wanted. Like a 10K. Nah, do a 10K tomorrow. No problem. <laughs> I'll do a, I'll do a 5k with you in January by the way. I mean there you go. You you said that you didn't you said maybe or whatever it is, however you tried to hedge it and Brionis found it. Do like a 10k. Nah, do a 10k tomorrow, no problem. I sound like like Rodney Dangerfield. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll do a 10k tomorrow, no problem. No, it sounds more like my cousin Vinny uh, to me than uh, you know. Oh my goodness. Yeah, well, ah, anyway. do a 10K tomorrow, no problem. No problem. Hey, yeah. it's no problem, all right? Yeah. I'll do it tomorrow if I want yeah. to. I just don't want to. That's all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, you said you could do it tomorrow. We found could. you one could. tomorrow. Could. Right. Got the things going on already. Can you get it one more time? Let me just hear it one more time. Do like a 10K. Nah, do a 10K tomorrow, no problem. <laughs> no, you're not. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, where were we? Um, we were talking about the Chiefs and uh, and uh, and the Chargers. By the way, uh, that, but, that was a great game, wasn't it? I mean, like, it was. Entertaining it, game. It was. Yeah. And then the last play. Here's the thing about Mahomes, and this is why, you know, a few weeks ago, and I say a few, probably like seven, eight weeks ago because they're on a big winning streak now. But a lot of us, I put myself in this group, we're like, man, what's going on? Like the Chiefs. They won a Super Bowl. They went to a Super Bowl. Are they no longer? I mean, is this not going to be extended? Is this a two-year kind of thing? And all of a sudden, they have obviously turned it on, both on the offensive side, which hasn't been great every week, and the defensive side, which has carried them. But, man, Mahomes, George, if there's time and that kid gets the ball in his hands, you have a legit shot to win. There was nine minutes to go in that game. The Chargers had an an eight-point lead. It was 21-13. Mahomes brings him back, scores the touchdown, gets the two-point conversion. It's 21-21. The Chargers go right down the field, 28-21, giving Mahomes the ball and the last chance to dance. He scores, and then they wind up going into overtime and give him the ball in overtime. Travis Kelsey, the, the catch he makes and then zigzagging through the defense, watch that play one more time. Nobody touches Travis Kelsey. Nobody. He's in the middle of the field. He's a big, giant target. I, I couldn't believe Nobody. I, like, did every uh, Chargers uh, defender fail geometry? Like, because the angles were just ridiculous. Right. Yeah, terrible. It was a terrible play. It was a brilliant play by by Kelsey, but a horrible play by the Charger defense. Yeah. I mean, really by the way, bad. the Chiefs are back now because their defense had been really good for weeks, and now that offense looks like it's back again. So now yeah. it's everybody's in trouble. So all those people you told not to pick – um, the Chiefs in the uh, million-dollar uh, competition, right. they're all cursing your name now. Probably, but those are the yeah. same people that took, like, you know, the Rams. Everybody had the Rams, and then, you know, people were taking Which, Baltimore. by the way, is still very much in play. It's in play, although, although isn't it crazy how the Rams game gets moved to Tuesday because the Rams have this monster list of guys that can't play, theoretically, because of the COVID protocols. Doesn't mean they've all that they're all sick just means they got a positive test and that they most of them from what i understand asymptomatic so the rams can't technically field a team with 20 some odd guys right so you tell me because mark davis said this earlier mark davis like yo 
competitive advantage. You know, they're trying to screw us in the NFL here because the Raiders got their team and the Browns don't have their team. The Raiders don't care if the Browns don't have Why their team. Why is it a competitive advantage? The Browns are probably going to play with a guy off the street. Well, by not playing By moving Saturday, it back a day? Like, or, I don't no, think no. that's changing all that much. Maybe Baker plays, but there's still a ton of guys missing. Right, but, but the game is Saturday. And what, oh, two days, right. right. So, so, so what Mark Davis is saying, though, and we can compare it to the other games, but what Mark Davis is saying is, wait a second. My team's healthy. My team's ready to go. Your team has an outbreak. They're not ready to go. If you can't field the team on the day what we're supposed to play, then forfeit. I mean, that's kind of what he's saying. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, but that, that, he knew that, though. Of he's doing not. that. He's doing that to rile his own constituency up. But we both know that was not going to be the case. Like, right, they weren't going to forfeit a game. But, but same with Seattle, though. Like, Seattle is looking at the Rams, and Seattle's saying, hey, we're, we're good. We're ready to go. Whatever's going on with your team, that's your problem. I understand, but at some like if the league has made a conscious decision that they're going to allow teams to try to at least field a team, <laughs> then you you have that's the reality of it, you know? Well, believe me, I'm all By for By the it. way, games have been moved for natural causes. Like I remember, you know, the you know, games have been moved like from from this part of uh, you know, from Southern California. Didn't a game get moved to Arizona? Yes. Uh, yeah, a couple years, years ago. Many years ago. The the, un, the unfortunate fire situation, right? right? Like that stuff like that has happened. Like right. that's the, just the reality of it. Games get moved. The Dolphins were playing the Chargers. A hurricane, a hurricane of the Dolphins yeah. in Tampa Bay and Jacksonville have dealt with, uh, and I think um, the Giants Warriors. during Hurricane Sandy. Like they all dealt with, like you know, they, those games got moved. Like it just that it happens sometimes. Yep. New Orleans Saints got moved out, correct, of, of their hometown. Right. Um, you, that you referenced the, the move a couple of years ago. The Wild. At least the Raiders are still playing in Las Vegas, aren't they? So well, you know, well, the game's in Cleveland. Oh, and it's so, in Cleveland. My right, bad. So, right. so they were like, "Yo, we're flying. We're going. We're ready." Right. Yeah. And you guys can't play. You guys can't host us. So, I mean, listen, I know Mark Davis is just saying this because he feels like the NFL is always trying to get to him or, or screw him over somehow. But it is interesting how when you look at the Rams and you look at this list, I mean, it's just massive. The Rams could, I mean, really not put a team on the field. So they got to wait right. until Tuesday to play this game. Right. So anyway, um, nonetheless, I think that Al, Al, Mark Davis is just, you know, he, he, he's just he's doing the Hulk Hogan cupping my, my hand to my ears uh, on each side of the ring, basically. Let me hear just, it, everybody. Yeah, give yeah. it to me. Let me hear yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. They're trying to screw us. They're always trying to screw us. The league is always trying to screw the Raiders. Bro, you're not your dad, bro. Sorry. <laughs> no, he's actually quite a bit smarter than his dad. It's just that we didn't realize it because we think he's funny looking because of that haircut and that white jumpsuit he wears. But he outsmarted a lot of people when he got to Vegas. So well, I get that, it. right. But that, I, you know. Sure, that's part of it, but he's not his dad as far as like the rest of the the organizational stuff is concerned. No. He got the logistics right, but you know the team stuff is still kind of a mess. So there's that. He does have that cool haircut though? Don't, yeah, don't take that not, away. Not not really that cool. Uh, anyway, coming up next, let's let's get into the Lakers. Uh, we also have picks against the spread, but let's do Lakers here. We got Lakers. They're playing Minnesota. There's good news here, and this is a game that should be winnable. But there should be a reason, I swear to God, we'll do it next because I've said this three times already. There's reason for pause in this one. I'll explain why. Oh, yeah. Run, run, Rudolph. Now... Caplets, it's, you know, I, and, and I'm not saying this to be, you know, insensitive. I'm just asking. Like, do Jewish people like Christmas music? Because Ramona, I heard Ramona and Brian talking about it, and they said they always play Christmas music. I love Christmas music. And just yeah. as a matter of fact, you know, this morning I was feeling very festive. I think yesterday the Sedano and Cap Christmas extravaganza, the exchange of gifts. By the way, Lindsay. What a beautiful bottle of tequila. Did I thank you properly yesterday? <laughs> I loved that bottle of tequila. I, I think you thanked Morales, but oh, that's okay. Okay. That's okay. Um, I was feeling very festive this morning, George, as a matter of fact. And, it, you know, it's pretty early in my house. I'm up and making coffee, and my daughters are kind of doing their thing. And and uh, I turned on Pandora. I turned on, like, a upbeat Christmas channel or something, you know? And I was just playing Christmas music in the house on my phone. It just feels good. I, it doesn't matter how old, how young, what religion, blah, blah, blah. Dude, Christmas music makes you feel good this time of year, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, there's a time for it. Like, I can't listen to it like not like in the summer. Let's not. I can't pull that off. <laughs> really? Yeah. You're not not exactly like you know. It's 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 mid August. You know what I really could go for right now? 
a little Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. And, and you could find good. it, like if you have like Sirius or Pandora, like you could find Christmas music channels that you play year round. But like, yeah, I couldn't pull that off. No, no, Not for it's, me. it's a December thing for yeah. me. Um, so real quick, Lakers are playing Minnesota today. Now, right. Cap, they've won three in a row. We talked about this yesterday, right? Like you should be feeling good. This is a winnable game, okay, against this Minnesota team. And by the way, uh, Trudell. Uh, is going to be doing the the broadcast by himself on radio. Obviously, John is still doing TV because Billy Mack is in protocols. But now Michael is in protocols because, and he tweeted out that he has COVID and yeah. he doesn't feel well. So hopefully, MT feels better soon. Right. Uh, but Trudell will be calling the the game by himself. Ugh. So that that now that is a, a challenge. But I know if anyone's up for it, it's going to be Mike. How so. about that though? Like calling a basketball game. When you're accustomed to reporting and opining from the sidelines, and then they throw you into the play-by-play. Okay, listen, I know the team like the back of my hand. No problem. I got the Lakers side of things, and I got and he Michael also Thompson. knows Minnesota because he grew up there and actually worked for that team before the Lakers. But it's but when you got Michael, when you've got somebody who's an analyst and somebody who else can fill some time. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can pull it off. Okay, even though you only gave me a couple hours and it's a fluid situation, I could pull it off. Yeah, but now you got to do the entire broadcast by yourself. Yeah. Um, hey, listen, uh, go Mike Trudell, my man. Do your thing, dude. Yeah, yeah. This he'll is, be fine. It'll be great. He'll be great. I, I know so. he'll be great. I oh, talked sure. to him earlier today. We uh, we we chatted. He's good to go. He's ready. Okay. He's locked in. Okay. Good. So, good. um, real quick, mm-hmm. this Minnesota team. Yeah. So, the Lakers should win this game. Correct? Yes. Well, I think so. I mean, and by the way, if I were the Lakers, I'd be thinking about the last time these two teams played, and it was at Staples, uh, <clears throat> Crypto, and um, I mean, the T-Wolves took it to them. Yes. So yes. this is one of those games where it's, again, it's like, hey, they, they beat up on us on our home floor. That game was 107-83. They had come in losing six straight, Minnesota did. Yo, go to their place, win this game, regardless of who is in and who's out. Yes, and, and here's what I would say is that this is the type of team they should have a healthy fear of. And that's why they should be locked in. Not only because they got their butts kicked against them the last time, but because this is the type of team that can give them problems. They're young. They're spry. Anthony Edwards like, is coming off an incredible performance uh, where he had 38 points, 10 threes, and he's one of the most athletic dudes uh, there is in the game today. Like He can literally yam it on anybody. You have Carl Anthony Towns, who's an incredible player we all know, right? Uh, you know, they have D'Angelo Russell, obviously, you know, who every, you know, all Laker fans know that. Like, they've got a nice little team, and they're very young and spry and athletic. Um, and that has been something that has been a, a issue for the Lakers, particularly on defense. Now, again, they're better than this team, so they should win. This is another measuring stick where, I, you know, despite them losing, or excuse me, uh, beating a, a Mavericks team without Luka Doncic, to me, it's like, hey, it doesn't matter. If Luka Doncic isn't there, you got to win that game. And they did. I don't care that they did it in overtime. I don't care that it took a crazy shot by Austin Reeves. You win the game. It's about wins and losses. This is another one you got to win for the reasons you outlined and because you got to show people that you can put your foot on the throat of these type of teams. Yeah, and let me just throw in one other additional factor. You know, you talk about Dallas the other night not having Luka. Well, when the Lakers lost to Minnesota, this was in game 13, 14, somewhere right. in that range. Yeah. There was no LeBron. That was when LeBron right. was dealing with his abdominal issue. So that particular night, I just happened to pull it up. Anthony Davis had 22. Russ had 20. Russ will play tonight. Yeah. Uh, looking around, there wasn't a whole lot of other contributions from guys. Uh, Austin Reeves did not play in that game, even though I've become like the biggest Austin Reeves fan, and he won't yeah. play tonight because now he's in the protocol. Yeah. But I think the number one thing that we should remember is is that in that game, LeBron was still dealing with his abdominal issue, and he did not play. So if you're thinking about like a revenge tour of teams that took advantage of us when there was no LeBron, this is one of those teams. This is one of those nights. LeBron is back. They should win this game. And I, I want to dive a little further into LeBron. We'll do that in the, you know, in the next segment because I want to do picks against the spread here and, and kind of get back to the Lakers at the top of the 5 o'clock hour after what you need to know uh, because we're going to do Radio Tinder at 5.15 because we're done at 5.30 today to toss it uh, to Sliwa, who's also going solo without Michael uh, t- uh, you know, being involved today, unfortunately, as he has uh, tested positive for COVID. Uh, the Slee, uh Santa Slee, will be doing a solo pregame show. 
so, you know, and, and then, of course, Santa Sleeve's coming down the chimney. Is that happening at some point here before the end of the show? I presume? I certainly, certainly hope so. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So make sure you listen for Santa Sleeve. Uh, all right. So give me some football music, Briones, who's in for Laura today, uh, as we got to do picks against the spread. So, Lindsay, as uh, Briones gets that ready to roll, what is the uh, what are the standings at the moment? Well, big week again for you, Sedano. I oh, think well. you scored, you scored 12 points. Yeah. So you're up to 70, first place by a mile right now. Uh, Cap got eight, so he's at 58, and then I got seven. So I'm trailing uh, Cap at 52. So now, Right, but this is a tricky week because for all the reasons we outlined, obviously there's a lot of things going on in, the, in sports and in the world. But, uh, you know, when we're talking about just sports, like the NFL is dealing with a lot of wild stuff, particularly from a uh, roster perspective. So this week is going to be strange, and, you know, who knows what could happen here. Uh, Would you in, say in that week? the NFL is <clears throat> wilding? Yeah. Yeah. No? Not wilding? No, it is. It is. It is. I'm going to no, rock my T-shirt so. proudly, Lindsay. Okay. Wilding. Yeah. Okay. All right. So here's our first game. Um, let's do the uh, the Rams, right? The Rams. Now, they're going to play Monday Monday night, Tuesday night. Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon, actually. Right. Four o'clock mm-hmm. kickoff at SoFi. So the Rams are at the moment. Right. Even with all, all the COVID stuff. Right. Five and moment. a half point favorites, Scott Brutal. Kaplan. Brutal. Uh, hey, George. I'm going to take the Seahawks to cover the five and a half. Now, here it is on Friday. Mm-hmm. It's 4.51 in the afternoon, yeah. and I have no idea what's going to happen by the time yeah. we get back on the air on Monday. But today, since i got to make the pick, I'm taking the Seahawks. I'm not particularly confident, but they're healthy. The Rams are going to have to get a whole bunch of guys back. I'm taking the Seahawks to cover, and it's my three. Okay, so this is one of those games that the line says to me, Vegas is trying to get you to play Seattle. Because you're looking at this, you're like, wait, they've got like 30 guys. How are they still favored? This is, this is the game that Matt Stafford says, oh, chaos? <laughs> you guys merely adopted chaos. I was born in chaos because I played for the Detroit Lions for all my life. So this is a big Matt Stafford game. I'm taking the Rams, and that's my two. Lindsay, what do you got? I'm going to go Rams as well because I think they'll be fine by Tuesday as far as uh, the roster goes. And I'm going to make that my three. Okay. Uh, Next, we've got the Raiders and Browns. Now, this line is all over the place. But uh, the last line I saw was Raiders are three-and-a-half-point favorites on the road against the Browns. Uh, Scott, what do you got? I can't believe I'm going to do this, but I'm just going to do it because I've ridden with the Browns this year and I've ridden with the Raiders this year. So, for me, I literally had to toss a coin, George. Tails, Browns, I don't feel particularly confident about this at all, but they are home. I'm taking the Browns, and it's my one. Okay, fair enough. I am also taking uh, this as my one, but I'm taking the Raiders' side of it um, just because I figured, you know, the Raiders got to win. If this is, you know, after Mark Davis, I almost called him Al again. Uh, After Mark Davis talked all that bleep, you might as well win the damn game. So, but that's only my one. And, Lindsay, we know you're taking the Browns. Yep, Browns five because, you know what, they need to win this game. (laughs) There you go. All right, fair enough. Next, we got Patriots and Colts. Uh, Patriots are at the Colts. The Colts are two-and-a-half-point favorites. The Patriots are on a roll right now. But you know what? Slowly but surely, Indianapolis is playing really well, uh, too. Um, And, you know, two-and-a-half suggests that the Patriots should win this game. I think the Patriots, that's it. Their winning streak ends. I think the Colts are feeling themselves, too. Uh, It's on the road. Mac Jones is, you know, getting way too much credit for stuff he's not doing. So I'm going to take the Colts, and that's my four. Okay, so because I need to catch up in this game, I need to start taking some risks here. I would like to take the Colts because I'm with you. I think the Patriots' winning streaks got to come to an end at some point here. But because I need to play for points, George, I'm going to take the Patriots, and I'll see your four, and I'll raise you four. I'll take New England. That's my four. Okay. <laughs> Good luck. Um, I know. I need it. I need that win. <laughs> I, I'm going to use the four as well since that's the theme here. But I'm going to go Colts because I don't want to fall too far behind Sedano. Okay, fair enough. Now, next we got Packers at Ravens. Now, the Packers are seven and a half point favorites on the road in Baltimore. Um, you know, obviously, Lamar Jackson will not be playing in this game. So they've got their backup quarterback playing. Cap, what do you think? I think I'm going to take the Packers on the road. It's a big line, but without Lamar Jackson, and even if Lamar plays, I don't know it. 100% Lamar, it's a completely different game. 
75% Lamar, I'm not going to take him. I'm going to take the Packers on the road. It's my five. Uh, okay, Linz, go ahead. I'm very confident. I'm also going to take the Packers, but I'm not that confident. So I'm going to go one. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I am going to go the opposite direction here. I am going to go with the Ravens at home getting seven and a half. Okay, seven and a half is a lot of points to give up. I, look, this Baltimore team still has eight wins this season. They are eight and five. It's not like there's some slouches here by any stretch of the imagination. Okay, so I, I, I still feel like, you know, their backup quarterback has played pretty well uh, in games that he's he's gotten to play because Lamar's been a little dinged up here and they've won a game with him already. So he's got some confidence. I think this is a tighter game than people give it credit for. I still think the Packers will win, but I don't think they're winning by more than a touchdown. So I'm going to take the Ravens, and that's my five. How about that? I think this is shaping up to be a week where you either bury me or I make a monster comeback. Yeah. All right. Last one, Falcons and Niners. Niners, nine-and-a-half-point favorites at home. I'm going to take the Niners, and that's my three. Well, that's all I've got left is, is my three as well. And the Niners, again, six, seven, eight weeks ago, most people thought, well, the Niners are done, and two years ago they made it in the Super Bowl, and then last year they got hurt, and they're just not that good. Well, the Ravens have made a, or excuse me, the Niners have made a really big comeback. I'm going to take the Niners. I'm going to lay the nine and a half. That is also my three. So if we get it right or wrong, that one's a push. Okay, Lynn. Um, I'm going to take the 49ers because that's Jorge's team, and I'll make that my two because that's all I got left. Okay, great. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? Well, Los Angeles has stepped up parking enforcement, and Lindsay. tickets have nearly oh, returned. Oh, there you no, are. I'm still here. I'm Hi, here. Lindsay. Yeah. Hi. All right. Anyway, I'll go back to the beginning. So LA has stepped up parking enforcement, and tickets have nearly returned to pre-pandemic levels. There's been a 15% increase in citations through the end of October this year from the same time frame last year. So since the street sweeping ticketing resumed in October, they've written nearly 400,000 tickets. And then the second most common ticket is for expired meters. So just be aware that they're not going easy on people anymore when it comes to parking tickets because of the pandemic. Stay at home, home orders are obviously over. So just be careful, you know, make sure you're paying your parking meter and not parking where you're not supposed to park. So that's what you need to know. Wow. It's valuable information right there. Uh, it, it is. is. No, yeah. I'm serious. Yeah. I almost parked. I went to dinner a little over a week ago um, to meet some friends who were in town. And I went to park at a meter in West Hollywood. And I, you know, I put my, uh, my card in it, right? And I went to, you know, it has the thing where you hit plus for more time or whatever. And this is a maximum time already reached. And I'm like, did someone, I mean, it, someone had already had left and it was still green. So I was like, oh, maybe they, you know, they left a lot of time. And I look, it was only a 30 minute meter. I'm like, who the hell? I bet you they get so many people here. Like, just like who don't really notice. And it says the thing is full and you don't realize only 30 minutes. I bet you that I'm on to you, West Hollywood. I see what you're up to there. <laughs> Yeah. They, those tickets, too, are a lot of money. They're like 70 bucks. Yeah. It's no joke. Let's, let me tell you what happened to me yesterday. You know, George, when you and I left the studio and we walked down into the garage, mm -hmm. I go ahead and I, I get in my car and I, I get to the gate to check out. And I've got this card that I was given by ESPN. They're like, hey, here's your, like, employee parking card, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. So it didn't work on the way in. And when it didn't work, the parking attendant actually pushed the button, gave me a parking ticket. Right. So then I, I go to pull out and I'm trying to use oh, it on you the gave way out. The t the, it didn't work on your way out and then you gave the ticket and they charged you 30 bucks. Right, 30 bucks. I'm like, but here's my card with my name and my number and, and who I work for. Come on, help me out here. They're like, sorry, nothing we can do. I'm like, I mean, I, I really like the first like 10 minutes. Why didn't you go back to the studio and get a validation then? Didn't think about that. Number one. Wait, did you try and like stick your card into the parking ticket slot? Is that what you try to do? No, I try. Yeah, you're to... supposed to like put it, face it to the thing. Right, yes. right, right. And there was a very Swipe nice young lady we'll who was it. working down there, and she was trying to help me out. And then she was calling the office, and they're like, "Tough crap, cat." You know, they, what, what do you want us to tell you, man? You know, your card doesn't well, work. Well, it, like, it's not their fault. Like, no, the, you of course know. it's not their fault. Yeah. But I was like, I know, but like, you know, come on, help me out. You know, it's the holiday no. season. You know, you you are you're such a schmoozer. I could totally see you trying to pull that off. Well, like, I did I, pull it off last time we were in studio. This exact same thing happened to me. And they were like, okay, you know, we got it. We understand you work Yeah, upstairs. but they probably know uh, this guy. Again, this guy? Right. This guy can't get his card fixed. What's his problem? Yeah. 
Yeah, you could have just gone back for a validation. Oh, no who problem. Was gonna, who, who was up in the studio that was going to give me a validation? I mean, we had Amanda just was left. There. Chris was going back upstairs. Lindsay That's was true. going back upstairs. Amanda was still upstairs. Uh, you know, true, true, and true. You know what? Cost yeah. me thirty bucks. Not happy about it. Thirty yeah. bucks. That's a lot. Yeah, I would. I would have been like, no. They see that did happen to me once, and uh, they they took care of mine, no problem. Well, and that's what happened to me the first time. They were like, okay, we get it, we understand. But the one lady who I was who was on the phone, you know, she's back in the office somewhere. She wasn't feeling the holiday spirit. You know what I mean? I was being as sweet as could be. I was being so nice, you know. And she's like, yeah, tough. I'm like, I know, but come on, well, you could open it up. It's probably like, because you pulled the "Do you know who I am?" card. No, so, I would yeah. never do such a thing. Okay. Are you sure? I am quite mm -hmm. certain. Okay. Quite mm -hmm. certain. Yeah. See, Lindsay, I'm extremely conscious of not being perceived as a, ooh, I just almost called myself several words that I could not say on the radio, <laughs> but I'm extremely conscious of that. Well, so that's I would good. never say such a thing. Because uh, not many people would do, other, a lot of other people would do that. In that situation. No, no, come on. Give me a break. I, I'm, I think there are people that would do that, but I don't think any of us, I don't think any of them are employed by us. Even no, Mason no. wouldn't pull that. Not at the garage. No, I mean, maybe at SoFi Stadium, but not at the garage. Um, so, yeah, I, I think you could have just gone back for the validation. Well, I didn't, so I held on to it. You know, because that's another thing I probably won't really do. Like, my thought is, you know what, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send this to the radio station and, like, put it on an expense report, and then I just probably won't ever really do it. No, you, know? you, you won't. You're going to eat no. those 30 bucks. I know. I am. Yeah. So Hey, so, LeBron, you were mentioning him earlier. Well, yeah, because he didn't play – when they lost to Minnesota earlier Correct. in the season. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Minnesota had their way with the LeBronless Lakers that particular evening. They did. I mean, they, they took care of business in that particular game, and uh, the Lakers were in a, a really tough spot, uh, is what I would say. But LeBron has been incredible since he's come back from that suspension. And, you know, he talked to Mike Trudell about it a couple, maybe a couple games ago now. Yeah, like, where he basically said, look, man, I I'm finally healthy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, to me, that that's the big difference, is that I, I now feel like that stuff with the, the uh, what do you have, like There's a ribcage injury or whatever? Stream. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's like, that stuff is behind me now, you know? So I think because of that, that's changed the dynamics some with him. I mean, he's averaging LeBron-type numbers since then. Like, whereas before, you could tell – he wasn't putting up LeBron-type numbers. It was like 22 a game or whatever. And people were like, uh-oh, is LeBron washed? Is it the washed king or whatever? Um, and no, now he's back to like 28, you know, 8 and 9 or whatever, like he normally has for like his entire life. Yeah, you know, it's funny you say that because I, I, I heard some other people talking about like, okay, LeBron. Is LeBron back? Okay, but wait, what does back mean for LeBron? Because shouldn't we start thinking that LeBron is 37 and LeBron 37 is not LeBron 31 anymore? So when we say he's back, what is he back to? Well, what it looks like to me is LeBron is fully back, like really back, because it's not just about him and his individual health and his scoring. It's about everybody else around him. You tell me, has the intensity on the floor gone up like 10 notches since LeBron has been more consistently available every okay. night. I have the numbers here for you Thank on you. thanks to ESPN stats and info. Um, it says before November 24th, okay, mm -hmm. here are LeBron's rankings in the league, okay? Points per game, 18th, you know, 22 and change a game. Field goal uh, makes uh, per game, 13th, which is very low for him. He's usually in the top five, six, you know, easily. Um, assists per game, 18th. Eh, he's usually like a top 10 guy. Uh, Three-point field goal make uh, attempts per game, 21st. Since then, he's third in points per game. Since November 24th, he's back. Is what I told you. He's back to being like 28, 29 a game. So it's third in the NBA since then. Field goal makes uh, per game, second. He's getting, you know, getting buckets. And then assist, he's 11th, which is closer to his average. And then three-pointers, 13th, which is also closer to his average. So, he he's playing to his normal capabilities. That's what it means. Right. But it also means that everybody else around him now needs to play up to his expectations. Correct. That's the way, that's the way I see it. You know, like, hey, AD is what I need from you. It's what I expect from you. Um, everybody on that floor, Russ and everybody else. And, and he said this to you the other night after the game against Dallas. We're playing together. The right. more we play. 
-hmm. The more we mesh, Mm -hmm. the better we're going to be. And so, you know, listen, it's what we looked like. This is, again, on on, what's today? Today's Friday, whatever night it was, Wednesday night in Dallas. Mm -hmm. This is a good example of what we're going to be. Yeah. But it's going to take time. Sure. And and none of us, and I again, I put myself in this group, I say us, none of us really thought about it because we were riding the wave of emotion. They win a game, they're back. They lose a game, they're terrible. Win a game, they're really good. Lose a game, they're trash. Win a game, they're going to be champions. We're riding that high and low with wins and losses. Uh, and look, by the way, despite that rough start and, you know, the injury and the suspension and him just, you know, always kind of needing a few games at the later stages of his career to kind of get going. He's still eighth in the league in points per game at 26. Like, it's still insane, like, despite that. Like, the first month of the season, um, you know, he was not playing up to his usual standards. So he's averaging 26, uh, 6, and 7, basically. Um, And just to put it into context, all right, he's the oldest of seven players to average at least 25, 5, and 5. He's 36 years old, going to be 37 on December 30th, I believe, if I recall correctly. Like, there's only been three seasons in NBA history where a guy that old, 35 or older, has done 25, 5, and 5. Do you know who the other two are? Uh, Kareem? No. Magic? No. Magic Worthy? didn't play until he was that old. All right. Michael Jordan? No. All didn't right, also play until he was that. I mean, he I did, but he played with the Wizards. Give me it's hint. LeBron. He's the oh. only person to do it three times after God, the age of 35. Trick. That was a trick question, and that was a good trick question, George Sedano. Yes. yes. Very good. So, you know, like, he's still holding up his end of the bargain now. Um, you know, now that he's healthy. That's yeah. all it takes with him is health. And, and you know, if he's getting it together with Russ, and, you know, he as you mentioned, he mentioned that with me, that is, he's got some time with them now. And, you know, AD is start, you know, had a rough first half against Dallas, but all of a sudden was – the central focus to start that second half and looked a lot better in that second half. They they just got to get a rhythm. They had 67 combined points. If they do that most nights, they're going to win games. Yeah, and they got to win this game tonight in Minnesota. If I'm LeBron, I'm bringing everybody up, and I'm going, hey, hey, listen, um, whatever it takes tonight, we just got to get this win. Let's get this win. Let's get out of here. Let's go down to Chicago. Whatever happens, happens, because we know what's been going on with the Bulls. Because then when they come back next week, they've got Phoenix. That's going to be a really tough game. They've got San Antonio on Thursday, and then Christmas Day is against Brooklyn. So they got some very tough games coming up. I mean, two in particular, Phoenix and Brooklyn. But you've got to win this game tonight. And, that's just, and I know it sounds as simple as can be. That's my message if I'm LeBron. Yo, let's win. Let's get out of here. Let's go. This is a winnable game. They need to put their foot on the gas here and get a fourth win in a row because this is an inferior opponent that they're playing, despite the fact that these type of opponents have given them problems, particularly the athletic kind like Minnesota. So there should be a healthy fear, but that should help propel them to a victory and stay focused, which I think is important. All right, coming up next, it's time for Radio Tinder, normally at 5.30, except when Austin Reeves calls in or, you know, when we're off at 5.30. He was uh, great yesterday. Wasn't he great, by the way? He was great. He was excellent. He really was a great interview. We should have him on more regularly when he we does should. things. Yeah. We should do that. Uh, and we had LeBron on the show yesterday. You know, you got your wish. That is true, but my wish is that I want to talk to LeBron, not just have you talk to LeBron. Yeah. Yeah, well. So talk to him about that next time, will you? Probably not going to happen that way. It's just my guess. All right, well, I'm working not, on Not because of you, just because he's probably just not going to do it. But anyway, um, all right. Radio Tinder's coming up next. All right, let's go to Olivia Chavez of Thousand Oaks. Olivia, you get to pick one of those three boxes. You can pick the uh, Travis and Sliwa box, the Mason and Ireland box, or our box, the Sedano and Cap box, and you will win a prize. Uh, now, it depends on which box you pick. It could be an amazing prize, or it could be just a great prize. Now, amazing and great, there's a difference there, clearly. So, which box would you like to Sedano pick? Sedano and Cap. Sedano and Cap, please. Yeah. All right, Sedano and Cap, and I heard two people there. There's a who do you got there with you? My husband and I. All right, great. Hello, Mr. Chavez. Uh, all right, go give him oh, the Sedano. It's savage. It's, it's savage. What? Like I'm a savage. Oh, savage, savage. Yes. Okay. Yes. You so, are a savage. <laughs> my bad. Yeah, br- they okay. told they told us Chavez, so that's my bad. It's uh, okay. all right, so Olivia Savage from Thousand Oaks. So yes, great. Sir. Give her the Sedano and Cap box. So there you go, Olivia. You win a Harris Resort Thank SoCal. You. Thank you so much. Yes, yeah. a getaway. You and Mr. Savage can get away. And you got a hundred dollar resort sure. credit, so you can use that on dinner or whatever there, or whatever you'd like. So uh, enjoy that and happy holidays. Thank you.
so much. That is an awesome gift, by the way. So that congratulations to Olivia. And we'll I hopefully want she, that. she's on hold. And uh, you know, well, the, the savages are like, you know what? We need we need a weekend getaway. Yeah. Two nights down at Harris, down in San Diego. I'll do that. Yeah. So there you go. I love Way it. To go. Way to go, savages. I'll do that when I'm off. You know, I'm off. We're, we have like no show for like four days next week. Really? There you go. Get I'm away. Do a little spa. You know, while yeah. you're there. Man. There you go. Uh, all right, let's do Radio Tinder then. All right. Or not, let's not do Radio Tinder. We can do Radio Tinder. Okay. I got a story for Radio Tinder. Okay, go ahead, Lindsay. <laughs> all right, so the Brooklyn Nets are bringing back all-star guard Kyrie Irving as a part-time player for games outside of New York and Toronto, the team announced earlier today. So Irving, who's been unwilling to satisfy New York City mandates and become vaccinated to play in home games or road games at Madison Square Garden, will be eligible to play in select road games once he's able to pass a series of COVID-19 tests and then get back into shape. Is Kyrie playing road games again? A huge difference maker for the Nets. Swipe left or swipe right, Sedano? Oh, swipe right. I mean, it is a huge difference. When those three guys were playing together, they were virtually unstoppable. <laughs> so now he's only going to play in road games. I am curious to see how that works itself out. Um, you know, I, I'm more worried about like the other guys on the roster they're going to need in those home games and how that like what happens if we get to the playoffs and he's only going to play the yeah, road games right. like that part to me is going to be the weird part during the regular season, whatever. But to me, it's like I'm curious to see what happens in like April, May and maybe even June, you know? Yeah, I'm also uh, I'm going to swipe right here and say, yeah, you know, look, I I find this story fascinating. I can't help myself. You know, I love a good story. So let me get this straight. We aren't going to play him because he refused to get vaccinated and we don't want him part-time until we get desperate. And why are we desperate? Because a lot of our guys now are into the safety and protocol arena. They caved. They caved. Right, so, so we have no choice. We're desperate. And this whole notion of he'll be okay once he passes the test, that's fine, but gets in shape. I got a question. What's he been doing for the last two and a half months? This guy should have been in the gym shooting and getting himself into shape, ready for the day that the Nets came crawling back on their hands and knees and said, we need you just on the road half the time. Knowing Kyrie, he probably has been working out, though. I mean, so maybe. Yeah. You never know. Do you, wait, my question is, is he going to be able to play on Christmas Day here at Staples Center? I mean, he might if he's in good enough shape, I guess. Sure. I hope so, because I'm, I'm going to that game, and I, I've been waiting to see Kyrie play all year, so I hope so. I can't believe right. this story, though. He he has not been playing because he didn't get the vaccination. And now because they have guys who are in COVID, now they desperately need him. Can you come back and play? Do you mind? So, yeah, well, I'll play. Maybe, maybe he'll get vaccinated. Who knows? Um, so next one here. So we talked about the Amanda Nunes-Juliana Pena fight with DeMarco earlier this week. Huge upset. Day. Arguably yep, the really biggest was. upset in UFC history. Yeah, so I wanted to get your thoughts on something, Sedano. So Joe Rogan brought it up on his podcast, and he gave a ton of credit to Juliana Pena, but not without some criticism for Nunes. He said, quote, for you to be a world champion in two divisions and universally recognized as the greatest woman fighter of all time, which Amanda is, it's inexcusable to be that tired in the second round. Do you agree with Joe Rogan, Sedano? Swipe left or swipe right? Um, I don't know if, I, if, if I'm... I, I will swipe left. I, I will say this. I would say my criticism of Amanda in that fight was this. If you remember that fight at the near the end of the first round, she had Juliana, you know, had been had been knocked down to her back, and Amanda was hovering over her. And there was probably like, I don't know, less than a minute left in the round. And I immediately thought she was gonna pounce on on Juliana and end the fight right there. because uh, Juliana was trying to keep her away with her feet as her back was was on the mat. And Rogan actually said, which is fascinating that he says this now, because if I recall correctly, it was Rogan who said, oh, Amanda un understands this is a five-round fight and she doesn't need to just exert all that energy right now. And I'm like, mm -hmm. bro. I didn't. I didn't. I. I thought that was a bad. That was that was a bad take at the time, and I certainly think it's a bad take in retrospect because I think that Amanda Nunes is also coming off a COVID situation, so her 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 cardio, her wind may not be uh, what it was prior to that for a while. I mean, I'm watching a game on ESPN right now with the Celtics and uh, and the Warriors, and Jason Tatum complained for months uh, of having issues, you know, in game breathing and not catching his wind the same way. So perhaps that led to some of this. Um, and look, Juliana deserves a bleep.
bleep ton of credit. I am not trying to take that away from her. I just think that that was a bad take at the time by Rogan, where I thought Amanda could have finished her at the end of the first round, and she did it, and Juliana came back up and just took her down. She 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 talked the talk and walked the walk, and she smacked um, you know Amanda in ways we hadn't seen Amanda hit before. So credit to Juliana. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm swiping left on what Rogan had to say because I'm swiping left on what he had to say during the fight, too. I'm going to make this brief, though. I'm going to swipe left as well. You know what? I got it. She's, like, considered the greatest female fighter of all time. Okay, fine. The other woman, Pena, walked into that ring. She seemed pretty darn confident. Uh, she put a beat down on her in that second round. When she won that fight and she was sitting on top of the cage and she was going crazy, I was so happy for that woman. Man, her freaking left chin was all blown up and black and blue and protruding from her face she went in there and won the fight let's give her a little bit of credit here yeah no i agree and, and here's the other thing that sport all it takes is one bad blow and and you're in trouble you know what i mean nobody goes undefeated in that sport so and she was you know amanda wasn't undefeated to begin with so there you go all right one more real quick all right, really quick. Earlier this year, a surgeon in Austri Austria mistakenly amputated a patient's right leg instead of his left. Uh -oh. um, the mistake wasn't realized in two days after the surgery when the pa patient was undergoing a routine bandage change. Uh, last week, the surgeon who made the mistake was found guilty of gross negligence and fined $3,000, which sent the internet into an uproar. Is $3,000 an appropriate fine for a doctor who amputated the wrong leg? Swipe oh left or swipe God. right? We have 30 seconds, Cap. Go. No, it's not appropriate. George, what do you think? Hell no, is what I would say. <laughs> so swiping left on that. I mean, good Lord. Right. Uh, Other mean, countries and their rules. It, I don't get it. Yeah. All right, we're done here. Excellent work, Cap. Uh, happy hey, George, holidays. Happy holidays, man. Happy holidays. Yep. I know you're about yep. to take a vacation, brother, but enjoy it, and I'll see yep. you after the new year, man. All right, happy holidays, Lindsay. Happy holidays, Briones. Thank you. Thank you guys as well. Lakers pregame is up next. See ya.